talk lately it's been um a long time <laughs> but we're yes. back um it's october the third at 7 19 p.m right here on media um i'm joined today with uh let's start with the first spot nicole nikki nikki d and we have the mclean from um their show the old show not old show, but their show, the McLean's Couch, the, the therapist entrepreneurs. Um, and then we have our very own Be Exposed Media's uh, Chaz Real, the Empress Lady Cake. I look at you. Hey, hey, say it all. <laughs> say it all. You better live. You better leave. <laughs> all right, look, we got um, two, two major cases that we're going to talk about today. 
so we're not in the typical format because these are things that were actually passionate in my mind that I actually really, really wanted to talk about today. And um, I brought people on that actually have done. Okay, so have don't, acted. Don't be telling, don't be telling people this. And <laughs> actually talked about on this station before these current topics. So um, we've always talked about race. We've always talked about sex. We've always talked about um, a lot of these issues. But today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into <laughs> one being race and then the other one being uh, pansexuality versus bisexuality. So that's the two cases. The, two cases, the first case is going to be pansexuality versus bisexuality. And then later in the show, we're going to talk about the race thing as it pertains to Erica Mena from Love and Hip Hop and um, Spice. All right, so let's kick it off. So I, I, I wanted to give uh, start off by giving the definitions of both of those things. And like I said, the first case is going to be the pansexuality versus bisexuality. And so the internet describes one of them. Let's, let's start with pansexuality. Um, so the internet describes, it gives the meaning that pansexuality is the sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction to, I'm sorry, it's blocking my view. Uh, emotional attraction to uh, towards people of all genders, or regardless of their sex or gender identity, pansexual people might refer to themselves as gender blind. I can't see the rest of that. I'm sorry, but um, um, Monty. Can you see it? I can't see it. It's yeah, I can see it. Gender blind, asserting I'm, that gender and sex, <laughs> asserting that gender and sex are not determining factors in their romantic and sexual attraction to others. Thank you. Um, and the other one is the bisexuality, which I know is a little bigger. Uh, it's variously defined as the romantic or sexual attraction to both males and females to more than one gender, or attraction to both people of the same gender and different genders. All right, so, so okay. I, I was explained to it a different way. So I'm gonna give you what, what I was told about um, bisexuality versus pansexuality. And I wanted to start this off by saying, I am also, I'm moderating this and I'm also gonna be giving my opinion. So, uh, so in how I always used to describe bisexuality to people is it's, it's more so a situational thing me actually, me and Chaz talked about this a little bit last week, as it being situational where pan is like almost the way of life. Now, when I I object, you object. <laughs> All right, you can come to that. Let me finish. Might I add, I'm still confused. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let me finish. So, what I've always been told about bisexuality, bisexuality is you are bisexual, bisexual up until you make the choice of who you want to be with. I object again. All right, we're going to get to it. I'm going to let you in. Um, so when I say that, it, I was always explained to it, like when you're in the search of the love of your life, basically, when you're dating and when you're doing anything, you're, all, you're open to any any fluidity, basically. So you can be gay and, let, what, what is that? Gay and straight, basically, up until you make the choice of who you want to be with. That's what bisexuality was taught, it was explained to me. So for example, if you're dating a man on Monday and you're dating a woman on Tuesday, you decide to be with that man on Wednesday. Now you're in a relationship. Now you're gay. 
But what if you fuck that woman on it? I'm sorry, have sex with that woman. So on Monday and Tuesday, you can have sex with that woman or that man. But if you decide to be with one on Wednesday and you're in a full-fledged relationship with that one, that person, now you're no longer bisexual. You can have sex with anybody else. So my next question is, who explained this to you? Someone who was straight? Well, I'm not going to throw them out there because they didn't actually want to be on the show. So I know. But so it was a person. No, I said, was it someone who was straight? No, it was a gay person. It was okay. So well, they- it was a person that chose. It was a person that chose to now be gay. Okay. See, bisexuality is a lot more complicated than that. As as being a bisexual woman myself, as you can see, I have chosen. Mm-hmm. And for those of people who know us, know I am happily married. This my man's fifty grand. Right. That has absolutely absolutely nothing to do with my sexuality. Because I found my person who happened to have a penis does not negate the fact that I still like vagina. I still actively seek vagina. That's how that's how I that's how I thought about it. That's how I always thought about it. It was you choosing you making the decision that you weren't gonna choose. I'm gonna I can do both. Like I can do both. If I choose to be with a man right now, I choose to be with a man. If I choose to leave this man and be with a woman, I choose. But that's the bi part. But but also, too, they're forgetting the main part of bisexuality is the sexuality part, the attraction part. Just because I happen to be with a man does not make me less attracted to women. If I happen to have married a woman, it doesn't mean I ain't never going to want no dick. It never means I'm never going to look for a man. What it means is for this moment, this is what I need. So when people who are not bisexual try to explain bisexuality, they try to put it in a box and there's no box for it. Right. Now, like I previously said to me, pansexuality and nothing. I, I kind of I disagree with that, though, a little bit because... You can't take away the word sexuality from it unless you're acting in it. But that's what I'm telling you. Most bisexual people, even though they found their person, they still are active with the same sex mm-hmm. or the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. We don't choose what we do. What, it, I guess that's where I think pan comes into play then, right? But because it's not. No, 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 no. Another title. You can't consistently use bisexuality when you are committed. Not necessarily. See, okay, to me, to me, and this is my opinion, and I don't care who shoot the messenger, pansexuality ain't nothing but a rebranding of bisexuality. With but I think that was the point. I think that That's was the it. point of separation. So to me, pansexuality is nothing but the white man's way of making people feel comfortable with saying they like vagina and penis. That's it. Because because <laughs> that's who created that word. We ain't created now, and I'm not, and I, I'm not, I'm not saying that as as a racial thing, but okay. not for race. But that's who usually said dictates what goes out in the world, right? Mm. So, anywho, so to to the pansexuality, it just makes people comfortable to say, okay, I like this, this, and this. But with bisexuality, let's be real: there are only two sexes. Mm-hmm. There, you either have a penis or a vagina. So pansexuality on the, it doesn't make sense because again we don't have aliens 
Now, in Torchwood, he was pansexual, which makes sense because Captain Harkness had sex with aliens and other species. So mm -hmm. being pansexual in that sense makes sense. But for us earthlings, us humans, pansexuality doesn't exist because you're either man or woman, male or female. So you, so did they make it so that I we can be okay sleeping with aliens? Probably since they just when came the time, out with it. When the time comes, you know, cause it's just like, okay, so I don't know. It's just like a lot of really with the distinction between the two. That's what I, I always came up with. That pansexuality was the distinction between the two when bisexuality was the act leading up into the committedness. And once you're committed after that, if you continue to engage in something separate from that, you know, like you like you said, while you're so married. That, okay, so is that is that is that idea where the stigma comes in with bisexuality? Because I remember your relationship open, right? Because I remember when when I was I I didn't want to be called a bisexual because it because people made it seem like it was such a dirty thing. You know what I mean? It was like I, I like being, both, but, you want okay. right, but, but being pan like, now is a good thing. It, Exactly. So that's it, what like I'm I said, was bisexuality it, it, with glitter. That's what I said. Is it that's what I said. the plus? It gives it the plus to open your relationship, basically. But so but also what... too, Amani, I really feel like it's like from from the point of view you just expressed to me, it feels like how when a trans woman comes into the woman realm and telling them, "Oh, you're sick. You're a cis woman," or trying to tell women how to be. That's what I feel like people from outside of the bisexuality is trying to say, oh, no, you're pan now. You can't tell me what I am. Mm -hmm. I know what as a woman and as a bisexual, I've been bisexual my whole entire life. There was no pan when I when I came out as bi. Pan is a new concept. So mm -hmm. and even to and still being bisexual, it I don't like boxes and labels. I don't. Like this is my husband, but we don't use that wife husband. Like we don't play the roles and we don't play in boxes. I've never been in a box. So when people sit there and try to express and say, oh, you're bisexual. Oh no, you still mess with women. You're pan. No, I'm poly. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's another one. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. First, pan <laughs> actually been around. If you watch Star Trek, Captain Kirk. It's been a while. Himself. But he made me out for a second. Yes, it was movies. I know. Hit me out. This is the thought process. This is the progressiveness that we look, don't understand. It's hard for us to wrap our head around. The word pan noun is used because of the acceptance of transsexuals. Mm -hmm. So now people trying to, as people would like to say, the third gender is, even though we know technically there's only two genders, you're going to be one. Another. But, but now people are more accepting of the trans community. So now people are like, well, I'm pan because think about it, a lot of people that was gay or straight didn't felt uncomfortable saying they was dealing with somebody who was trans. So now you throw in the pansexual part. They were like, oh, I'm open to anything. Now, if aliens come down and they start having sex with aliens, like you said, now that's, that leave them open to, but but, uh, but that's what I'm saying. This is, this is a, yeah, I realize people thought process. Exactly. Is. Like I said, bisexuality with glitters, unicorns, and it makes it even, it makes it look better to say I'm pan versus bisexual because bisexuality oh. has such a negative connotation like i like i explained to a friend of mine before i've been called uh, within the gay community 
as a bisexual woman, I've been called everything, including a petri dish of disease. Oh gosh. In so many words, because, oh, you greedy. Oh, you the reason why disease still spreading because you want to have sex with this guy and this girl. You need to pick a side, pick a side. And I tell her, pick your mama edges and leave me alone. Right. I'm going to do me. <laughs> but also too, I think you start adding the, again, you start adding the word panty, I think from the definitions that was read, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. also people no longer, they, they taking away the gender roles of when they're looking for me. Whereas though, the way they're trying to define bisexual is you attracted to a male or female. It's, this is the small. These are like slight like so differences. Saying, okay, I'm they take attracted away the, to a right. girl that looks like a woman, right? They just, they or a everything. man that looks like a man, and no, there's no gray area in between. From the definitions, right? Yes. So the pan takes away the whole gender role thing altogether. Right. So the attraction is not because of what they okay. are, for the right. sex is you attracted to them attracted as a person. To the person, not because right. they they a man that. Identifies a woman, or a woman identifies a man, or a man identifies them. They, they take away that whole that gray area. At this point, I identify as a toaster. <laughs> as a toaster. Why is that? Just keep them hot. Just keep them hot. I mean, let, let's be honest. We know what 20, 30 years ago it was. Even within the the um, alphabet community, because I don't feel like going through all the letters. Oh, the alphabet gang. <laughs> You know, it, it's confusing now to a lot of people that's in the community because everything now is a whole different. It says you bear. You like hold up, they like where the hell these terms come from? Right, I just used to know gay. <laughs> right, you gay. Gay. Of course, we knew by it. That was that's pretty much it. Right. Everybody flew within that realm. Now everything has to have a a title, a label, and it's confusing everybody that's even in the community. They looking like what the hell are you talking about? Right, right. Because I'd really be confused. All I knew was gay, lesbian, gay, you know, for a derogatory term, and, and baby. That's all I did. <laughs> and the only reason I know all this stuff is my wife is bi, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. Again, I was, I'm straight dude, so all I knew right, was. Right, because then it, that leads into saying it too, also, like, y'all not a pansexual couple no. either. Because yeah. only one of you participates in the. <laughs> uh, well, I do tell people I'm a lesbian with a permanent strap on, so I mean that that counts. Well, permanent. Strap on. <laughs> so if that counts, then. And I am not pan. I'm sticking to buy because that's okay. what I am. Okay. I like men. I like women. And if that man, if that woman happens to even look like a dyke, she's still a woman underneath. She got boobs and a vagina. Mm-hmm. Now I've never I've never slept with a chick with a dick, but hey, it, who knows? There's a possibility. You on your own on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't even want to watch your mom? No, 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 no. And I'm with a chick with a dick. That's so that's a, trans, a transsexual, basically. Right. Okay. Well, wait. Okay, so that 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 I have confusion with that. I have right, confusion that? with that the sexual situation because okay. I always I always felt like trans meant transition. Mm -hmm. So, if you haven't transitioned, 
But they have, Nikki. Come on, halfway, not all the way. Yes, they started the transition. Some people can't afford the bottom surgery, mm -hmm. but they transitioned everything else. Oh. Like oh. the hormone pills, they 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 got breasts. Like if for a man going to a woman, they've gotten all of that. For women to men, they've gotten the mastectomy. They got facial hair. And there's some fine ones out here. Okay. Tell me about it. Mm -hmm. If you're a woman and you too fine, they might think you they going to think you was her. I'm talking about the female to male. The female. Yes. Yes. That too. That's who I'm that's what I'm I was talking about, but that's I was too. Gonna I've seen some beautiful male to female transitions, and I'm just like, oh wow, you know, like, yeah. But you know, you know. a lot of them didn't go, like, especially the female to male, is because. But back then, I don't know now, but back then they couldn't really get a, produce a, nice a male. Uh, they couldn't produce a penis that would suffice. Right. That would go so, right. So they figured they just leave it alone. Mm. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the surgeries are down today, but, you know, things change now. Because I'm sorry, if I get transitioned, you're going to give me a good, nice 9 or 10 or 11 or. I don't, I don't think they got that far yet. Stretching out, wrapping around the muscles is getting eeny weeny because they kind of like pull the, uh, what's your name, oh, but yes, I have seen some females who have transitioned into men and it's not, you know, just like that, they just don't have that part. But everything else, they look like a man. But on 90 Day Fiance, the last, the last season that just produced It's a Guy, I'm sorry, 90 Day Fiance the other way. He moved to Mexico or Dominica or something like that to be with this woman and he transitioned. He was from female to male. He had the surgery and everything. He didn't get the mastectomy, but you would have never known he had boobs because his muscles were so big. But he was expressing that his thing is a nice size and he's comfortable with it although he had complications in in the surgery when they did the grafting outside mm -hmm. of that he's he said he's good so i mean guess he got a good five six inches mm -hmm. technology <laughs> <It's better off. laughs> So okay, um, so this lead this conversation was uh, started because I, I wish I had the video to pull it up. Um, Wayne Brady actually came out um, as pansexual, okay. even though he he claims he's never practiced. I guess that's the word or engaged in practice man on man sex. It's just natural for some. He's in Hollywood. What you expect? But also, too, i say it again, Wayne Brady is is widely accepted by the white community versus uh, uh, an entertainer who is black like Cat Williams or Jay-Z. Or Dave um, Chappelle. Or Dave Chappelle. Right. I wonder, can I ask that question, though? Why does every, why, do, okay, it must be, a, that's a societal norm thing where we want everybody to appear like we want them to. Mm -hmm. um, because that's a, the, my thought when, when you said this to us yesterday, that's where my thought went. I was like, I don't want to talk about it right now. I want to talk about it on the show. Why is it that we continuously 
do that to it's because just because he came out we didn't we don't have to do that we don't have to uh, say he's his his reasoning for doing this is because his whiter acting side portray you know gives him that prominence that he can feel free enough to do this okay so again it, it does go with the cultural norms even within our black community all right so and, and that's what i'm trying to say that's exactly what i'm trying to say why why won't we stop that cultural norm crap because cultural norms go out the window every single day. They do. But again, you still are talking about black men in itself. And it goes back to the whole aspect of slavery. During mm -hmm. slavery, black men were, were, were had to participate in buck breaking against their will. So it is extremely mm -hmm. frowned upon in our community because we are the men in themselves were raped and mm -hmm. made shamed. And 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 it was as a tactic of shame. Exactly. Yeah. So again, it, it goes back to the whole Jim Jim Crow laws, how effective it is still to this very day. It is psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> they use it, like I said, use it as a tactic. Think about when a male black male deals with a transsexual person. The first thing when that person gets mad is I'm a I'm a I'm a expose you. I'm gonna tell you if you if you're fully comfortable in your sexuality, how are you going to expose somebody? And I'm talking about the person saying they're going to expose somebody. You should be more understanding, understand that this is something that's sensitive and delicate. So we, when we when we talk about, especially the black community and black men in the black community, I'm a therapist. I deal with a lot of um, gay men and they struggle with being gay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I got guys that do the tough guy role because they struggle with being gay. And they accept mm -hmm. being, that's the funny part. They'll accept being gay. They go to the gay club, they, they let everybody know they're gay. But when you sit down and talk to them, you know what I mean? Because I was raised by a manly man and I had to do this. And I had, so that's where that also comes from is the conditioning of where we come from and what we see as what a black man is supposed to uphold. So, yeah. it, it, you know, is that, is that, is that, is that, is that tragical fence? Whereas though, um, the white counterparts, Society-wise, of course, even in their homes, they you know they get bashed by their brothers and fathers. But society-wise, it's like, oh, they gay, and they you know I mean it's more acceptance to them. Was that we had to carry that whole machoness masculinity and on their sleeves. But and then it also too goes into we there there are so many talented gay and trans artists that I listen to on a regular. Like what is the name? Big Frida, love mm -hmm. Big Frida. However, I want you to think about Frank Ocean came out with that banging album. He came out as Bob. I didn't sing We didn't hear nothing else. Uh, uh, what was the other one? The, the gay push. No, the, the gay cowboy. Um, the, it, he had the country songs. Not little Nas X. He had that hit. He came out as gay, and look at the whole amount of controversy that he got. Now he's a devil worshiper because. He is pushing the boundaries. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, he sold his soul. I don't think he sold his soul as of yet. But look at all of the amount of backlash that he got. Wrangler dropped him. They gave him this nice contract, but then when he came out as gay, they dropped him. I'm like, dude, you guys got Brokeback Mountain. Are you kidding? <laughs> so it, it, it goes to 
what people tend to look at and see what is comfortable. Think about it. Wayne Brady already has a career that is already set up. And you know, that profit was very interesting because it didn't stop his success. Exactly. And and on top of that, he's safe. Mm-hmm. When you see Wayne Brady, you don't get threatened in any, you don't feel threatened at all. You can leave your person wallet next to him. Mm. But you see Dave Chappelle or DMX or or Jay-Z, and it's like, ah. But it's also the the what they push the same what we gotta realize Hollywood is smoking mirrors. So when you destroy that that smoking mirror, you you no longer valuable. Exactly. So save 50 Cent, he built his reputation of being a bully, being that thug, being that even though he's a businessman, he still got that reputation of you can't fuck with me. Just, just imagine that if he come out as gay, people are like, oh, now he's soft. Even though we know he still fuck up half the people he come across, but <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just the that's what they would just, oh, I'm sorry. That's that's the Omar. That's the yeah, Omar. Like, From The Wire, the dude Omar, mm-hmm. he was gay, right? but ain't nobody messed with him. So we know gay thorough gay, guys can be thorough. Because yeah, he was a he was a killer. He wasn't no <laughs> he was a real person. He was listen, he was a murderer. So and ain't nobody played with him. But in the industry, it's a lot different. So him coming out as pan does absolutely unequivocally nothing towards the movement. Mm. It does nothing. Because a people already thought he was gay. Exactly, I was. Maybe open, but I do think it did. It opened up this conversation. What made him feel like he had to verbalize that? Because it's a quiet, it's an undertone that everybody already thought he was gay. Everybody Mm -hmm. assumed he was gay already. So it was like, and that's that's the thing because. And, I was and, like, and well, that's what, what reason? I was like, well, what reason? Because of his mannerisms? I think, I think it goes a lot deeper than just his No, man. it goes a lot deeper. And we used to watch Who's Lying Is Anyway. And all of them, I, I used to feel. It was, and it had not, like I said, it had not, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't about his mannerisms. It was about some of the stuff that I saw that he would partake in, and I'm like, yeah, ain't no, yeah, ain't no gay man gonna do that. Now, but, now. But, and that's funny because you got that from you said you watch who lines and who line is it anyway, which is an improv show. Now here's the difference. He was acting. That was it. Was acting. No, no, now we've all seen two Wong Fu, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Know, yeah. Now, other yeah. than, other than. Uh, Patrick Swayze, did you think John Linguinzamo was gay? Even after that part, did you think Wesley I, I did not. I did not. That's probably because I've seen him in other things, so I did not know. Right. Nobody ever questioned, neither one. I've always questioned Patrick Swayze, but outside but of I, Patrick, didn't, I didn't question him either I because I, I think it's I because I followed him. his career. But again, the, the, I, the, the I industry, followed his script. But think about the industry that he put out. Is the industry is like Roadhouse? He was he was a very he was, he was masculine, right? Yeah, right, masculine, say, right. Nobody, even, even if he was, nobody would even thought about it. And he played he played Tu Wong Fu entirely. They all I, I thought they, they all, all did, did. That movie. They all they, they all did, did, they all did a very good job <laughs> in that movie. But yeah, it, but it's but, just like it's just it's still certain things that. um you just have to. Do you not see me? Do you, um, <laughs> um, 
it's just certain things like because we didn't think that about any of them after the movie but when wayne brady steps off of that whose line is it anyways stage it's like the character keeps going <laughs> to answer your question money i think some of the hollywood elite is getting exposed so i think maybe he wanted to jump ahead of it before you know what i mean something came out and i think a lot of people got scared after i hate to say this after the jamie fox thing and I, it was it was a lot of backlash between you know things that happened in their little circle, right? That, you know what I mean? That could have caused what happened. And I think Wayne Brady now is like, I'm gonna jump out of here before anything get exposed. Anything gets exposed. Mm-hmm. I at least I could I could control my own narrative, which is smart. Which is very smart, yeah. right? Right? Because he he's 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 a money maker for um, CBS right now. With his um, I can't remember what the show was called. His daytime show. Yeah, the, um, let's make a deal. Yeah, let's make a deal. deal. Right. Right. Like they, they are always talking about that's giving us um, prices right to run towards money. <laughs> because it's more money. It's more it money. Honestly, it is. I I I love Drew Carey too, but I I if I watch daytime, I usually change it after mm-hmm. um. Let's make that's a deal. Cool. I mean, because that's the one that's money. That's actual all money versus uh, objects. <laughs> I mean, because I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if this is getting ready to start being a. Tra- is more people going to come out and, and tell and tell their truth? Because, like I was telling, uh, we were talking about yesterday. I was saying, like, it's that 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 cultural thing that poses a problem when people are always trying to act like they can't tell if another person is attractive or not. But and that's, you know what, that's a whole stigma thing in the black community where a man, another black man can't say this other black man is handsome or cute. The, that, the, the, um, the no homo thing. The no homo. And then say no homo. Like, yeah, you, yeah, say no homo. Like, so like, you don't have to as, say that. As a straight man. As a straight man. I, that's why I'm glad you're here. I, I, I tell uh, people, like, <laughs> you know, I'm straight. Like, the probable. That dude is attractive. Like, you could be attractive guy. I, just, I'm, I don't know if he judge your Right. I'm never gonna say cute. That's just look. No, I said cute for a reason. I put cute in there for a reason for the pan person that's identifying as pansexual. But that's also also too. That's people that's not and bisexual. That's a lot of people that's not comfortable with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? I, I have a lot of gay friends. I hang with people that I don't care. I'm, I'm comfortable. Who I am. I, it's not, not going out in the streets to say I've done anything. Why? Well, right. I you know what I mean? But I'm comfortable being around people. I'm comfortable who I am. I know what type of man I am. You right. know what I mean? Most people most people tell you I'm a man's man. I just, just, but I respect people for who they are. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I can, I can sit there and say, oh, yeah, that dude, I can see how he, was thinking about it most, because I, I remember growing up, you know, they, if somebody was like, all right, if I was in a room and I said, oh, that person's cute. They would be like, "Well, I'm not going to judge how another man looks." <laughs> like that's bullshit. You got eyes. You know if somebody's attractive. You and know if somebody because you you don't have a problem with saying a person is ugly. Pretty much. So you know what somebody. So like you know what attractiveness like. looks like. Right. Right. And your masculinity, your masculine trait is what's telling you not to say again, that they're attractive. Goes, but masculine right would do this. Look at that pretty nigga right there. You know what I mean? They'll say it. They just say it in a different term. You know what I mean? Most again, but most most straight guys when they say prince, they're like, "Oh, he's a pretty dude." Mm-hmm. You already know he is alluding to, 
Right. He's a pretty boy. He get all the girls. He pretty. They are. You already know what he lived to. They already said right. They just won't say the words. Mm -hmm. But because attractive implies that they are attracted to it. To them. Right. But maybe That's if some honesty would come out, y'all would start telling y'all friends y'all not attractive. Stop trying to go after that girl. <laughs> okay. You're like, dude. But they'll say, nigga, you ugly. But I do do attract. And sometimes, you know, I mean, initially, a lot of times, I guess it's from the looks or the appearance and stuff like that. Right, but that's, but it, it can also keep a lot of people out of a lot of trouble because sometimes mm -hmm. it, starts, it, starts to, it starts to look crazy when you keep trying to go after this person. And you know that man, your friend pumped you up to do that. And he, he thinks you're ugly. But also, too, what I am seeing with the newer generation the newer generation is able to say within their groups. Now, they're not going to go outside their groups. I've noticed that, too. I have noticed They're not going to go outside their groups. Like, yo. Easier, they're easier to give you compliments. They're easier to tell you what, exactly how they feel and how you look. They're they're actually able to do that. Where we we were kind of pigeonholed with that. We couldn't do it. We, we couldn't do it. But again, it still goes back to cultural. Fight. <laughs> it still goes back to cultural. Because when, when they put uncles, nigga, where you going? Mm -hmm. Who you getting fly for? You know, as black people, we don't say you look good. Like, nigga, right. where you going? Right. So the cultural still comes out and we right. when we look good and when we don't. Like, my son, for instance, recently turned 18. Him and his friends, they were like, yo, oh, so you the pretty dude. Oh, you a pretty boy, huh? Let me see your nails. You getting your nails done? Yeah. Oh, you pretty. You can't hang out with us. We thugs. And they were like, "What you you ugly because you a thug?" He's like, "Nah, I'm a thug. I get I get biddies another way. I'm a pretty thug." You so they you attract them from your roughness. Exactly. So <laughs> they say it, but they say it in a different way at this point. Mm. So it's actually coming out. I think our generation is making it okay and comfortable with with the the relaxedness of sexuality. And all of that, it's making it easier for the generations to the next generation, Gen Z, Gen whatever the hell they are. Because I, I, I can't wait for. I, I guess I'm waiting for it. Mm. Generation AI. I don't want to think twenty years ahead. Before but I want to see what the societal norms look like twenty years from now. Because it's we get too, Okay, before we get too far off, because I had something to say, but Keita was talking, so I didn't want to over talk. I was basically I wanted to say like with the whole everybody feeling like everybody feeling the need to like start coming out now. I, I'm to me it's confusing now. It's like now it's so many so many um like institutions in different ways and and people fighting that you don't have to reveal who you are. You know what I mean? It's like so many ways that people are working towards you don't have to classify yourself to anybody. It's like now, why now do you feel after you've been closeted for 40 years that now I have to tell everybody that this is who I am when it's making it norm for people to just look, mind your business, whoever it is, even if you talk about it, some in some situations, even if you ask people, you getting in trouble for it, or you know, you could be fined and these certain things happening. It's like now, why, why now is everybody feeling that pressure to now ex like expose themselves? And I don't, I don't think how it's the streets, Frankie. Hey. Oh. 
listen, I don't think it's so much as people want to come out now. I think they feel a lot more comfortable with coming out. And yes, at work, nobody should be asking you your age or your sexuality because that has nothing to do with me. Anywhere. It, it, I feel like anywhere. But anywhere. Again, if, we're not, if we're not making plans to sleep together, why is it important for you to know who I'm sleeping with? But I mean, I feel like that's the way it should be anyway. You know, now, like, I, you, like you, when you like us, we're friends where we have those types of conversations, but I don't feel like anybody should ever in any situation feel pressured to have to reveal who they are to, to, to other people. I and, mean, and, and I agree with you. I, I mean, totally agree. Because it's like me being in a room with you at a party with you does not mean that I have to tell you that I'm gay because we just at a party. We not I'm, we not planning on leaving tonight, you know. Now, but it, that's the situation. But it may happen. different. But like I said, if, I said if, that's the, if that's the situation, <laughs> then you have those discussions. But I don't feel like anybody should ever walk into anywhere and have to feel pressured that they owe. Let me let them know who I am because. But Nikki, wait, I mean, let's be real. In, in in everyday society, have you ever been in a situation where you felt the need to expose yourself? No, I haven't. Exactly. So, how often does that truly happen? I haven't, but I've I've seen situations where you see somebody that come in and somebody they they dressed a certain way, and then everybody looking at them, and you like, you know, it's some that may make people feel pressured, like. You know, like okay, you know, is he, is he, or isn't he, or even then? Guess what? Then they shouldn't dress that way. This is how I feel. That that from from a therapeutic standpoint, if that person feel frustrated because people are looking at him, that's they may be intrigued. That's a him problem or a right. them problem. That's right. not everybody else's problem because you feel pressured. You have to accept how you feel because those are your feelings. If right. you if a man walks in. Like, um, what is his name? He always wearing like ball gowns and he's a black guy, salt and pepper. He was on a show recently. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. He was on pose. Yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Now, yeah. Man, like if if a if a man walks in and he's dressed like that, are you talking about um, people... I keep forgetting his Billy name. Porter. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He yeah, walks Porter. in, of course, Porter. people gonna look and say, Damn, is he gay? He is fly as hell. But again, it, if if that's what your appearance is giving, but and also from the the psychological point of view, some people feel like it's freeing now because they've been closeted. Yeah, for so for them, long. Because yeah. you know, for themselves for so right. long, like, right. hey, this is who I am, and you know, I mean, they because it's more accepted now, so they figure yeah. I can say it and be more free. And so it's not also the pressure part is just them just being comfortable of. Expose themselves because okay. let's be honest, straight people say, Hey, hey I'm straight, it's just right. That's why I, what it is. Like, I don't think anybody should have to classify unless you're planning on getting in the, in the bedroom. Like, that's where let me you ask know, this question Which culture has the worst problem of that? What of trying to make their cultural norm spread like that? Because it, it, you know, that identity thing that you have to express your identity all the time. White people to, be, to to almost to be accepted. White people, and that's mm -hmm. not in statistically and um, research wise that is that is accepted because uh, that is true because when you look at Asian people, they keep their stuff to themselves. Mm -hmm. um, you look at Indians. Indian people, 
they keep themselves to themselves. Africans, they keep that within themselves. So white people are the majority of them. Of them are the black. Hey, this is who I am. Or if you want to, if, if you don't add a race <laughs> to it, Americans. Well, that was, I, I actually was thinking about in the reverse of people trying to not have to expose themselves, which culture actually has that problem. Every yeah. every every culture we named except Americans. Mm. Yep. The American culture in itself, we feel like we are better than every other country and every other nationality. We go and we put pressure on on everything. Like even in Africa, I was watching this TikTok, um, or was it Facebook? Anyway, it was a video of this African man asking, Why do we feel the need to put sexuality in everything? What 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 is don't bring that over here in Africa. We are good where we are. We're not asking questions about people's sexuality or who they're loving. That's their business. We don't right. want to expose that. We keep that. That is private. That is their business. Don't come over here with that. We don't care. Right. So if, if you really want to look at it, it's more of an American culture. But when we look at it from a race, a race standpoint, it would be more Caucasian or white people than it would be any other race. Mm -hmm. Right. See, I, I, I just expanded the conversation a little bit because we now we just went all off the realm of all off of the topic. Now. But when, you know, something that I noticed—it's it's still on that topic. But what you know, me speaking as a straight woman and having a lot of connections with gay men and coming from different cultures, like what I noticed in the black gay community, for as men, like a lot of my gay guy friends, they are attracted to manly men like they don't want a man that acts you know what i'm saying girly they 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 want a man man you know what i mean and my white gay guy friends you know you'll see two of them that you wear in the black community they'll be like girlfriends but then they'll be a couple you get what i'm saying like it'll be two feminine feminine acting men that are together, but with my black friends, they don't want that. You know, we'll cut up, they'll cut up with them and everything else like that, but that's not what they want. That's mm -hmm. why a lot of times in that culture, you know, people say that the black men are attracted to the so-called trade or the guys who may be in that lifestyle, but her, who are not comfortable with, you know, fully coming yeah. out. So okay. that's why so, I mean. So that yeah. goes to, it, it's gay gay. Like they're already gay and it's two men, but no, we're sisters. So like we're lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like that with the doms too. Two doms is very, very rare that you see two doms together like, yo, bro, come on, back up. But that's like, we all both right. that's all so it goes to, and it's it it's frowned upon. It's like it's, it's heterosexual. even in the community. That's what yes, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it creates so much. It's so much discrimination within the community because that's Boxes. what, and, that's, and I think all of these labels further that discrimination because it's yes. just more like, okay, are we just not people that have a, 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 an affection for other people? Do I have to say, oh, okay, I'm I'm the one, but I, I I'm this way, and so I like the the person that's like me, but 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 is like that also, and you Which, know, it's like you just have to keep. It's just a label after label. And but Nikki, like, it goes right back to the whole bisexual and pansexuality. Even right. in the, and even with being us being in the L, with us being in the alphabet gang, we still have these labels and restrictions. So yeah. I'm masculine, Nikki, and you're masculine, and we decide to be together. We're still less. Right. Wait a minute. Oh, right. 
Boy. We're lesbians. You, you're you're a woman. What they're going to look at and say, oh, but if we say, nah, bro, we're paying. Right. I'm like, the fuck? What was the pay? Panelized bulldogs. It goes, it moves from us being yeah, lesbians yeah. to us being pansexual based off of the way we look mm -hmm. versus the fact that you're still a woman. With See, I, I, I wanted to interject here because I brought that, that cultural question up because of like I said, now we're expanding this issue beyond bisexuality to pansexuality to of of a more of a LGBTQ plus cultural situation. Because I brought that up because of the just a couple of weeks ago. I don't even know if it's over because now I'm seeing everybody being brought on everywhere. T. S. Madison. Um, I can't forget um, Giselle. Um, they're all being brought on different shows to talk about this situation where what, what Jess Hilarious said about that one transsexual that said something very stupid about women and not owning <laughs> womanhood thing. Um, and I hadn't had a chance to weigh in on that because my show is back now. Hi. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to expand this because um, that identity thing is one of the main focuses now in in our community in the community in the community period because now it's i don't know if it's, it's, now, it's a trend anymore now because back when this was hot in the press and they were going through they was getting in you know going over with jess hilarious ahead and how she was now denigrating the trans community with her response and then uh, you know, tried to rebut that by saying, well, they used to call, they used to think I was a train. Is that okay? What used to think you were and what you are identified as is the whole total different thing, right? But it was seeming though that you could see in the black community how it, it, you want to be accepting of everything, but when it came to a particular topic inside of that gay conversation, it was like you were coming down on women. And, and that can be further, that can't be further. Like, I don't have a relationship with my mother, but I don't hate her. She still gave birth to me. I'm here. I can't blame her for me being here. <laughs> but we don't have a relationship right now. But that doesn't make, that doesn't discredit that I don't thank her for bringing me here because I enjoyed my life. Exactly. And no one but, can take that away from me. <laughs> but when it goes to, the, I'm, I'm sorry, I said, I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm I'm part of the, the, the alphabet gang, all mm -hmm. that. I stand by what Jess says. At first off, I think people read entirely too much into it. She's a comedian. That's what she does. My problem was she didn't identify the specific person that she was talking to. She kind of blanketed the trans community with what she said. Of and that's why they came at her so strong. But that but that she probably was advised by a publicist as no, well. Also, you also got it wasn't just that one incident. It was a couple of people within that time frame in the trans community was saying blanket and stuff about females, only female shit and stuff like that. So that's, I think that's what prompted her to respond. It wasn't just that one person. It was several, because I was watching them online, like, damn, they just coming at females. So I think it was just that one thing that made her come out and say that. Now, again, I'm not female, but I'm a female lover, but, and I'll, I'll stand up for the females is this. I don't care. Who you are and what you accomplish in your life, what you want to be, cool. If you want to be a fire truck, be a fire truck. I don't give a damn. But don't degrade, don't degrade somebody else 
Yeah, beat yourself I don't want to be a <laughs> But you know, and my transition into one with like, my real hair. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 beat yourself up that that don't make sense, especially when let's be honest. We can change definitions all we want. Cool, fine. We can color code. I tell people all the time. This is the best way I explain it. I got a Dodge Charger outside. If I put monster trucks on it and the grill on it, it's still a fucking Dodge Charger. Charger. <laughs> now, if I want to say that's a truck, I can say it's a truck all the month. But at the end of the day, when I take it to mechanic, it's a Charger, right? Mm-hmm. You you can be who you want to be. I don't care. Nobody should care about who you want to be. But don't don't try to make people believe something that they physically can see because uh, anybody dies. And I use this example. I don't care if you got surgery done, whatever. But Somebody I, dies. The problem, I, but I think that's where the problem comes in. Some of them that you can, it's, it's some trans that you can't peep their game. But when they no, no, die, no, no, when they when die, they and, die they, and they dig up your bones, they're the going to tell you that you was the man right. who transitioned. Now, okay. look, here's where my biggest issue in this whole situation comes. Excuse me, y'all. As it pertains to this whole trans community, I accept people for who they are. I don't judge. I didn't ask God for a job, and he didn't give me one. So I'm not here to judge you. I do have a problem, however, when you enter into my realm and try to tell me how to be a woman. And and, and that right there, that right there is what I'm talking about. It, it wasn't that... I, my identifying what I saw in that is the blanket. It was the blanket acknowledgement that everybody considered all trans women to feel this way. No, and I know a lot of them don't because T.S. Madison is is an ally to women. I understand I as a trans person, you are trying to emulate what I that's have. Why, and, and you know what? And that's why I was like, I was glad she was doing the defending and not the and not in not in a, an abrasive way. She was defending her transsexuality with it being a teachable lesson. Yes. And, right. and I respected that because it, if everybody just opened their ears up, but because it, it turned into a lot of bashing, is what I was getting at. And, yeah, and, 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 and you the trans know, community I, had I enough of that already going on. I am not for bullying in any way. We can all we can. That's all the word. Sit down That's the word right there. Bullying. That's what discussion. it was. Bullying. But when it comes to bullying and bashing, I have a problem. You can, if, if I can respect your opinion, respect mine. And even to the point- My whole entire point was, it's nothing that community can take away from womanhood. It's, it's impossible. It's an impossibility. Because we were just talking about, some, it was just a whole bunch of semantics running around. And Chaz know I had emotions and feelings about this throughout when we were talking about it on her show, when we were yeah. in person, it was like, what the hell are we talking about here? We all know there's only two genders. What the fuck is the problem? It doesn't make sense to argue yeah. about it. It had made no sense to me whatsoever why you are arguing about a trans woman versus a woman. Only one of you can create us. Only one. And even and if, if you get destroyed, that's it. <laughs> now, now th- this is what how I feel. If a trans woman needs a uterus, they can have mine. Ah. And once they get, and when they're able to do that transplant, then we can talk about this all over again. But in this instance of today, it's no possibility of you women, of women disappearing. It's no possibility. 
You're not going anywhere. They have not made the, the technology is not sound for the automatic womb. None of that is ready yet. When that is possible, then we can come back to this conversation. But this was a distraction. It was it a was. distraction from yeah. what we need to be focusing on. And the agenda is black people, not transsexual black people, not black women. It's not separate. The issues have to be the same or we're going to fail. We're going to constantly fail. But that yeah. goes back to the old Jim Crow thing with separate and divide. Mm -hmm. yeah. Divide and conquer. Because we all so know where this came from. This conversation came from the transsexual conversation came from the white the white Republicans. That's where this started from. They don't want you to be in our schools. They don't want this. They don't want you teaching your kids and all that kind of stuff. And then how did that end up being a, a black issue? How did that become a black issue? Because that's what they wanted. They're targeting us to stop the vote. If we all mm -hmm. if we all fighting everybody, everybody's not paying attention to what's happening in the government. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you're going to, that's how you're going to fail. And that's how you're never going to progress. And you're going to still be in the same situation you are in now. I totally agree with you, hands down. Because again, like, I think people are just too blind. And, and you know what? I, I, I'm going to say this people are not people, they're sheeple. They're sheep. Mm -hmm. mm. Wherever the carrot goes is wherever they're going to follow instead of doing something different. Oh, whatever, whatever is right in front of you instead of because we have now moved to the age of immediate gratification. So whatever we see right then and there, instead of doing research, when was the last time your child, any kid actually did some real research, picked up a real book, went to a library? This goes, this goes to the conversation I was having with my kids is that we are now programmed to glorify unintelligent people. Mm-hmm. Kids no longer be like, hey, I, I made it to college, I made it to school. You're like, damn, you're doing that. Why are you doing that? We, you, you, you're looking at the person. Think about and I, I had to explain this to my kids. I said, why you think y'all call each other dummies? It take away this thing of you to feel like you're not smart. So you're like, hey, what's up, dummy? You don't, you, you're not, it don't make a difference no more. Mm -hmm. so when we was growing up, I know when I was growing up, somebody called you dumb, you're ready to fight. Hey, dumb, what you talking about? You know what I mean? I don't care you wasn't even the smartest kid. You still wasn't accepting the fact that you was dumb. Right. So it goes back to now, society now is programmed to not think because too many thinkers was coming up and disrupting the program. It's kind of what you were saying, man. These smoking mirrors. You know what I mean? It's an issue, but now you're going to throw all these different things out so you won't even pay attention to the real issue. But it's like, let's be honest, at the end of the day, who the average thinking person that's has some type of intelligence. Don't care what nobody doing their bedroom. Right. Because as a straight person, I might do some crazy stuff that you would never do in your bedroom. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So who cares what you and do you're from in the your ceiling bedroom? fan, that's, you know, stuff like that's that. That's even here day. I like mm -hmm. it when it turns on and you spin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know, I mate. Mean? It, it, and I think that's that's where that's where we're failing, and other nations see it too because. Kind of what Lakita was saying about the African nation, like we don't care what y'all doing. Is it's like is that whole smoking mirror? I was I was watching something where they're teaching their kids survival skills in class, and we teaching our kids the difference between pansexual and bisexual. How does that help you in real life? It doesn't. It doesn't help. It. it, it that's <laughs> you know that's just what you think of now. Now that opens your mind up to think, what are those people thinking 
that actually have so much to say about transsexuality? Like, what are they thinking in their head is is the real issue there? How they have sex? No, they know it's... They know it's, they know it's of, you are also are thinking about that. Like, how are they having sex? What are they doing in their bed, bedroom? Stay out of my bedroom. You won't have to find out. But you're intrigued about what's going on in that bedroom. Mm-hmm. Well, look, they got most they got, of them are wondering if I can join. Well, what's going on in that? They, they got a lot of websites for that these days and age. And but and also that's where it stems from because they probably Googled it and saw the imagery. The imagery they were attracted to, but then hated themselves because they were attracted to it. Look at this. Being vocal about it. This is also the country that had put in laws for people not to have sexual animals. Right. I mean, it's, it's like you can't have sex with a donkey. You can't have sex with a like who? Why did you have to put this into a law? Yeah, we talking about yes. You Google it. Oh, I know that. Reality. Yeah, wow. these are so, so is there a gender classification for that? I mean, they so all like, is it, they is can't sleep with your cousins and brothers. It is and bestiality. <laughs> It is beast. I know it's called bestiality, but I'm talking about is there a another name? Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Is there a difference if you sleep with land animals or sea animals? <laughs> the sad part, it might be. Wasn't <laughs> something that, that came out recently where somebody had um put their penis in like a, a whale um hole or a dolphin hole that I saw? There's so much weird stuff that goes on. And it died. And it died. And the I think it was a dolphin and it died. Oh no! That's their nose. That's where they breathe from. <laughs> no, but it was just—it really wasn't. It was—I don't know what Monty. I didn't hear about what Monty talked about, but I know that there really was just. A I didn't make that up. I heard there that. Were two, <laughs> there were two brother beluga whales, and they were um the one raped the other. They was they was having they were in a relationship. Too, yeah. Now yeah. the, the, the wildlife mm-hmm. they were in a relationship, but then the one. Raped the other one so much he killed him. They died. Yeah, I, I saw they, that one. But they they knew that they were having sex. He knew they knew the other brother was having sex with one, and then they but they never separated. Mm-hmm. Cause they thought they were in and love. Then he, he, <laughs> did it to him. He died. He, he killed him. Right. Why? I, I saw that one. Mm-hmm. To death. To yes. death. Damn. To death. <laughs> <laughs> He came with at the same time. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> uh, okay. So, all right. See, we, we could have kept going with this on the whole show, but I think we should move. We, uh, let's try to transition. Yes, over it's there. so much. The, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what the result is. There is no it result to this case because it's on my head. <laughs> <laughs> there is no result to this case because it's still ongoing. Um, so this is going to be a topic that's going to come up again, I'm sure. But we're going to move on to our next case, which is... Um, I'm sorry, I forgot. Erica Mena. Erica Mena. The case was called... In Grace, Miss Grace, Miss Spice. Give me a moment. Mm. 
Oh, the love of hip hop versus the race culture. Dang. And that was coming from the argument between Erica Mena and Spice, where uh, Erica Mena called Spice a monkey. Now, this conversation, we, we uh, like I said, we've already had a preamble to this conversation uh, yesterday. But um, we were talking about um, the instance of Erica Mena possibly saying that while in anger versus now I've come to change my opinion on this because <laughs> it was a, uh, it's, a, it's a trait of hers. She, she, it's mm-hmm. a common thing that she does. And, and, and it is it, it does seem to be more racially charged than I first assumed. Because look, I still have never seen the clip of the argument between her and Spice because I've given up on that franchise because mm-hmm. that franchise uh, actually just does not promote positivity to me mm-hmm. at all. It doesn't so, do anything for the cheating to me. That's and I'm I'm not interested in that. I'm just not. Not no more. It was entertaining. The entertainment net level has gone for me, which is it why I think that they almost basically combined all the shows into one. <laughs> I'm with you on that. When I I've been stopped watching that. Yeah, I, I, I gave up. I, I gave up because you don't see it's the, like the end same result story. Being, it don't be the, the end result is not being positive. It's not being positive. It's the consistency of you having starting a relationship, cheating, and then failing relationships. Why do we have to watch that? We see that in real life. We don't want to see that. That's not well, something. I, I, I'm be. sorry. I'm sorry. I want to see that. I, I want to. I don't have drama in my life, so I need to watch that in, in real I, I, don't from, I don't get it from loving hip-hop no more. I mean, I, I agree with you. I do like to see drama, but it can't be the repetitiveness, repetitiveness of the, that same drama, and then with the same damn people. But again, this, but with the whole Erica Mena thing, this is something that was repetitive, but now we have a different outcome. Mm-hmm. She is now formally and 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 what do you call it? Um, worldwide, nationwide, being held accountable for her comments. Now mm-hmm. here we have this white. Well, let me let me do it this way though, real quick, uh, um, Kida, because I wanted to say it this way because situationally, let's start with the situation. Period. Situation. The first situation. Because when I first, like I said, I, I've now changed my opinion now, now that I know that th- this monkey word is like in her vocabulary. Mm-hmm. It's in her vocabulary, it's in her Twitter, it's in everything that she does, basically. But situationally, in this situation, in this situation between her and Spice, now, I tried, what, what, I, what I compromised with it was, it, this was in the heat of the argument. She said that word to her in the heat of the argument. Now, visually, what I said I agree with her with, if if somebody is coming to you and approaching you, I don't know if I would I don't ever use the word monkey anyway. If I were to talk about somebody's appearance and it was being burly and, and being aggressive at me, I would call you a gorilla or or some kind of beast. Okay. Now beast would have been the con- that connotation of race. It does. We all know that. We all seen the past mm-hmm. and how that affects people when they're being called monkeys and who did it to them. Right. But in the situation that we're talking about, when it was between her and Spice, it was like the blue monkey thing. It didn't, that wasn't the resonate, the resignation, you know, that didn't res- reside in me. I didn't go straight to race with that because all I saw is two people of color fighting. We've all said it before. Like if you look and give me the appearance of something in the heat of the argument, I'm going to say whatever I'm going to say because it's at the heat of the argument. You can't stop me from what's going to come out of my mind. But there are some things, again, that are clearly off limits. There are. I don't know if that monkey word is off limits for me. 
I call you a monkey if you've given me monkey energy. But again, no, okay, for you, maybe not, but because you look like us. Erica Mena, we, okay, as black people, we are cult culturally, we accept others into our realm, no matter what they look at. Look at Paul Wall. He's been invited to the barbecue and been called a nigga more times than anything. He's one of us, as we would say. We are very open and welcoming if you understand the culture. However, that's the, the thing about that culture thing is what gets me because it, if you don't know Erica Mena, like I don't know, I didn't know her background until I dug her up, right? And now I know she's from, you know, somewhere else. But at the same time, appearance wise, she does not give me anything of outside of black. She, it, it, no, she that's like a fancy what, black person to me. That's what she portrays so that You're she could be culturally accepted, but that's not what she's given. If, if right, know. right. That's what she's not. That's what she's not selling of herself. Right. Exactly. She wants to be accepted because, again, who? What other nationality is cooler, cooler than black? We set the tone for everything. We mm -hmm. set the tone for music. We set the tone for fashion. We set the tone for life. So, of course, why would you not want to be accepted? All of, all of her kids are by black men. Mm -hmm. You have black babies, although you are not technically black even though you may have slight melanin or you may you but if you're not fully I mean, accepted a black black american whatever you ain't black i'm sorry i don't consider puerto she puerto rican and even they have white descendants but, but they're also of African descent too. Yeah, I must say not all of because he's the because, because they that, that's not what the culture was. The culture so was we Afro, one, they're one, Afro of everything. Black. So uh -huh. you consider if you one fifty eight, you're black? No. No, but you also got because you're not gonna. She can pass. She can literally pass if she stopped getting tanned. She can pass. Erica Mena is really pale. If this was back in slavery days, would she still be a part of the culture? Well, she wouldn't be. She wouldn't be a owner. I can tell you that she still wouldn't. She wouldn't be a owner. She would be a house. No, she'd, she'd, she'd be, be in somebody's the wife. She'd be in the house. She would be no, a. She would she be a man. She, she would, would pass be. as a white woman, and I she doubt would that. be somebody's wife. I doubt that. I, I don't think she. Um, yeah, she got too much money. You know, she's she pale. Yeah, she I, don't, I don't think she would pass as a white woman, but she would yeah. definitely get more privilege. She would get more yeah. privileges. I think yeah, I, I that's what I think. That's what I said. She I would be in the house. Forget, it, was like, it, was of, it was a lot of it was a lot of Hispanic people that and, were still caught up with you. And mulattoes, I get so, okay. South America, that's where they started this American um, trade um, slave trade. It wasn't here. It was I don't know my history. I don't even know mm -hmm. about history. All I know is she don't <laughs> look like me. Right, and the okay. reason I, the reason that that's a big thing is because you know they all come from us anyway. But um, there's a lot of Spanish people that don't accept Being that black. they come from us. They right. yes. despise us just as much as white. Yeah, agree, mm -hmm. agree. You know? And so that's why it coming from her. It it's like oh no. You know what I mean? Oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to do that. But they have, and, and they have the justification for that because they did not have to suffer what we suffered through for the past 400 years because they were, on, they were on their own island. They were right. on their own island. I mean, but you know, I mean, and to me, I, I, is a they have their reasoning. I won't say justification. 
They have their No, I'm reasons. saying they would justify it. They would justify okay. it as not they have a justification in, okay. in entirely. They would justify it as we didn't suffer what you suffered. So we can't right. compare our lives to yours because we didn't suffer what you suffered. We ended up, ended up creating our own way of life on our island. Mm. Because you were given that opportunity to do Because so. they didn't have to go through the suffrage of slavery like we did. They did. I mean, they had their own type of stuff, you know, slavery, but it wasn't the same as ours. It's funny it, was that you, it was a lot different because they were culturally island people. It's funny that you bring that up. I, I remember, especially like being in college, and I had, um, going a little bit off topic, we talk about different cultures, the mm -hmm. people that look like us. Um, African, I had African friends, right? And you know, the stigma for black black people and Africans, like they, they didn't see us the same until they had to come over here because people that oppress people don't care. If they see that dark skin color, you are a nigga like everybody else. Right. And, that, and they didn't realize that until they got here. Like, oh, I had a Jamaican woman do the same thing. She got here and white guy was spitting. She's like, I'm not, I'm not black. They didn't care. Exactly. And that's what I say. That's why I say they give their own justification. They have their own justification because they don't agree with being called black. Right. They were they would rather be called Jamaican. They would rather be called Haitian. They would rather be called Dominican. They would rather be called Puerto Rican. They don't want to go off of color. And I mean which is something that we should make a cultural norm. But stop trying to use the color thing because you're brown, you're a darker skin, you're a darker skin. We're you know, we're not. That <laughs> that's, just like, that's, that's, true. that's just like Jane Elliott when she said, you know, if you can say what you don't want for yourself that you see is happening to other people, then you see what's happening to those people. And so therefore, a lot of people don't want to, some people don't want to associate with, with the blackness because of the fact that they know how we are treated as black people. Now, I, I can say this. I didn't realize how bad it was for some Hispanics until Amara La Negra. When uh -huh. she came out with her story, mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, even in her community, the darker skins are being treated like Black Americans. So although she is Spanish, and, and um, what's his name? Uh, Have you ever saw, though, just to interject just real quick. It's even in reverse. This cultural thing is even in reverse in Haiti. Yes. The darker skins have more privilege than the lighter. Yes. Yes. That's the that's, that's yes. interesting to me. That is is in reverse there. <laughs> well with, with with Haiti, we gotta know their history too. Is that they was the first the only and first small island to defeat America. <clears throat> so, you know, they felt pride in being right. slaves. You know what I mean? They felt pride. Like, we did this. And, I mean, America got them back by $1 well, billion. Dollars. Haiti is in its own separate island, yeah. which is interesting, too, in a part, you know, because that's where that border thing mm -hmm. happens with Haiti and the Dominican, because they're the same island. Mm -hmm. They're divided, basically. Yeah. They get that smaller portion of the corner of the Dominican Republic. And it's... um. It's interesting because you know the Dominican Republic is a mix of the lighter and the darker mm -hmm. because they all they, they started blending with with the Haitians, and that's just it's, I just brought it up as an interesting factor because it's it's the reverse. The darker get the darker people in Haiti have more privilege than the lighter. Right, they're the majority. Yeah, 
But you know, you know, even though they're next door, they're like you know walking distance to the Dominican. Right. But you know, I think with 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 our culture, we pick and choose what we want to accept and not accept because and that's a problem. Think think of Fat Joe. I love Fat Joe to death. He's clearly a Puerto Rican, Mm -hmm. but he can say nigga all day long. We don't give a damn. We don't care. And that's where that thing comes into play here, where they acknowledge Afro Latina, you know, Latinoism. Exactly. Oh, right. I get that. <laughs> but you know, like, and just getting back to the part about like our command men or whatever else like that. You know, what kind of like brought me the, the the wrong way, and her being so you know involved in our culture so much is to act naive. Is this? You know, because she tried to come out like, you know, she didn't, re- she doesn't know what she said out of anger, how we was first looking at it. It was an argument. She said, yes. but you being in the culture and you consistently losing this, you know, the racial undertone that that word holds. You, you know that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you said that to to be hurtful. So it's like a notch out of blatantly coming out calling her a nigga. You know with that monkey. She self-identifies. She self-identifies as 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 a person of color. So she right. felt as though it was just it was just her talk, her arguing with her friend. You know what I mean? And and but and, and because I noticed the reason I noticed what you're saying is because her first the first thing was I have two black children. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, okay, that makes further of the point of why you chose to use that. Why you chose to say that? You know that you're going to have two black children who are going to be darker than you. You know, yeah. so why use that term against another dark woman when you wouldn't want that used against your dark children? That's what I was about to say. And, and now, are you going to call? Are you going to call your own children monkeys? Exactly. Right. Right. And why is it? And it's not something that you would though, because in our own culture, in our own culture, in our own culture, Mm -hmm. when our children are babies, we give them sometimes that nickname of monkey. Hey monkey, what's going boo boo? Come here, baby. Oh, I ain't never heard of monkey. But I I I have heard of monks as like, you know, me as a black woman or like arguing with someone. If I say monkey, I'm not saying it under that. You say, well, you know that virtual I'm saying it because you look like a monkey. So originally, originally, and I and and you know, and and I like Smites, even though I felt like you know we use that word too that on the show she has had this bully type of persona. But I could see me as a black woman if I said it. You know, I probably would have in that argument called her a monkey, a ape, a gorilla, or whatever to her feelings about her look. Listen, the one thing, the thing that I can say about Erica Mena, and she has been in a lot of arguments, a lot of fights, a lot of she know how to hit it, baby. She's only done, she's only used that word in the heat of argument when she's arguing with, with the people. No, exactly. with the dark skin person. Right. I've seen her argue with light skin people. I've seen her. She's and she's never said it. She's argued with dark skin people. Right. And that is where so she knows. Is. She knows. She knows. And and then also, you know, like she could have said anything. You know what I mean? You 
you you could have said anything, just like how she said the, the vicious comment of you should have died or whatever. I was like that. She could have said anything. She knew what that might be. Yeah, she did. All, she said all of she knew. And and and, and, and we yeah. all know that when we get into an argument with anybody, we gon' we won't win. We wanna You're win. You're going for the jugular. Yes. We're gonna go for to hell with the jugular. I'm hitting all the major major arteries. Okay. We're gonna bleed out. I just like I said yesterday, I, I've uh, in an argument. I'm prone to say whatever because I'm trying to destroy you. But there are <laughs> some things moment, I want the destruction of your life to hit right and hard. So I'm better to say you should have died. Somebody should have killed you. <laughs> right. killed. Somebody should have pushed you off about. I, I, I will say it all just to yes. get you. Yeah. But my okay, I'm fancy Hold up, there are still some things, even in an argument amongst black people, we still know there are boundaries. We still know there are some things that you just do not do. Like you do not talk about people's children. You don't do that. And although Spice said something in reference to what the son may have said, she did not hit her and talk about her kids. Erica never tried to say that she was talking about her son. No, she attacked your parenting and it hurt, but she didn't mention, she didn't talk about your kid. Right. What you did was you hit below the belt. Yes. You didn't go to hell, but you went off the planet. But you know, you know, in that moment, trying to say after the fact that she knew that you weren't talking about her kids. Is not a it's not a possibility because in the moment of that argument, all she felt is that you were attacking me for not just my parenting, that you brought my son into this. So she did take it as you were attacking my children. Right. And I understand that. And it's an argument. All you're hearing is the attack. Right. And, yes, and she could have attacked her in the same, I mean, you know, I guess there's no rule to it to say that she had right. to say the same thing under the same lines, but she as well oh, could have attacked her on her parenting. You know, so I guess that's when, you know, she is saying like it was out of line. No, but here's another, here's another, here's another thing. Just a few episodes before this confrontation, Scrappy made the same comment. Mm. Scrappy made the same comment. He, uh, no, he made the same comment about her son not liking her. Oh, okay. Her son not wanting to be around her. He made that same comment. She went. She went to Scrappy about um something him and Bambi. You know, they going through a divorce or whatever. And she went there. And he said, "Don't worry about your son. Why your son don't like you?" And da 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 this. You know. Mm. And he made the same comment. He she didn't call him a monkey. She broke down kind of crying and you know, she she oh you're gonna go there, you're gonna go there, but she was crying. Like I really think that but they weren't arguing though, right? Yes, so, they were so the difference in the situation is that no, she they, was were arguing, arguing. Right? they were arguing. They were arguing. Oh, they were oh they, okay, him and, and, and Scrappy was arguing. She, they, she went to Scrappy about his divorce and his marriage and his wife. And Scrappy told her, don't worry about my wife. Worry about why your son don't like this. Oh. Or your kids. Worry about your kids. You want to bring my kids? And she got up on it. She stood up on it. But there was no monkey word being 
So like, I, like it, because it's I, so again, and here's where I was, I'll bring this back in there because again, I don't think the appearance of Scrappy gives her monkey. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying like with something more like your teeth are real big or something like that. Okay. <laughs> I hate your life, Marty. Yeah. I'm messing the teeth. But I, 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 I and, and like I was saying to you guys yesterday, for someone who has seen Spice bounce and flip all over the stage, I, I get the comment. And it's not a matter of if we get the comment, because let's be real. But that's what I said. But that was before you showed me that video of her past history with the word monkey. When she called her blue monkey, all I saw was Spice flipping across that stage and doing splits and stuff at all her performances. But again, they say they say the whole thing was she was actually that wasn't scripted. Supposedly she was really mad at Spice. She felt she really felt some type of way because Spice was bringing up the fact that while she was while she was in the hospital, Safari apparently tried to reach out to her and she heard messages on while she while Safari's reaching out trying to talk to her, he, she hears Erica in the back. Why are you worried about that being? And it, da, 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 yeah. da. So it was it was a deeper issue. It was really like some anger there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so I don't know, but I, I just don't. I, I feel like yes, it was basically the. I think she and I also yeah, think she's been kind of set up with being attacked because being attacked over still, everything that um goes on with her actual. When it happened before, when it happened before, everybody knew it happened before. When she called Johnny Blaze a, a monkey, everybody knew she had did that. Yeah. Nobody had, she was dealing with outrage. It's the selective mm-hmm. outrage because now in this time, now all of a sudden. Now everybody's upset, just like she said. Because editors, now- the editors, the people, they released that whole episode, and nobody put a stop to it because she said that word. They released it. Wait a minute. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, it, it, you got to understand a couple things. The reason why they were not outraged is because they didn't see a problem with it. They didn't see a problem with it until us, the people watching, the fans, or us, the like the society, we see it. We saw a problem. We're outraged by it now. Two, this is the age of cancel culture. Yeah. That is the reason before, and like I said, and it goes back to what I said, us as black people, we accept too much. We are too accommodating. And nowadays is the time where people are no longer accommodating and, 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 and accepting this racial divide. Thanks to Donald Trump for exposing. But he exposed all of this racial stuff. He is the reason why people feel comfortable to disrespect un- unconditionally until they get held accountable for it. Mm. And now that she's by be- being held accountable, she can't take the pressure and the heat. Now, again, I'm all for holding her accountable. I'm not okay with the bullying. Mm. I will never be okay with bullying. But she should be handled. She should be held accountable. She should have her stuff taken from her. Look, Kaepernick, this man stood up for something he believed in and he was ostracized for years. 
this woman calls somebody a monkey and she get a few phone calls and now she's crying. Now she want to fake apologize. No, you've been doing this for too long. Now yes. you're going to feel the, the heat. But I don't agree with the bullying. Yeah. All the hate mail that she's getting, all the all the, the attacks that she's getting. I don't, I'm not, it's not cool. And I think she wishes and I think she used the climate at the wrong and the wrong climax because you said something about the Trump thing. What did they call Michelle Obama? Monkeys. Monkeys. People called them monkeys. So now black people in uproar when they hear the word monkey now. Again. It's a trigger word. Yeah, it's a trigger word. So she got caught up in that whole, oh, that's how you feel because that's, it might like, if that didn't happen with Michelle, it might have slipped past. That's why they didn't see nothing wrong with it. But because of that climate, I'm like, oh, they call Michelle monkey. And they, that's all they heard. That's, that's all they remember now. And let's be real. We do have some real militant black people that would look at Erica Mena and call her, oh, you white bitch. Oh, you white this, 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 even though she's Puerto Rican. They're still going to, they're not going to accept that she's okay to say that. Like, they're not going to say she's okay to say the N-word. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I ain't been saying nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, has she said that? Does she say that? No, that part we haven't heard her say. She okay. says it, but not in public. Okay. I'm sure y'all about to say it. I'm sure she probably does say it, but I'm not, mm-hmm. yeah. She does not say it in public. So if you can't say that word in public, what makes you think you can say monkey in public? That's what I said. Is that not down? She she knew that. Yeah, she knew. Did y'all see the round table? Yeah, y'all. I got. I think. Um, yes, I've seen I, that I, round table that they did. I cut it short. Did y'all agree? Because I think we talked about this. We already are talked about this. But um, for the public, um, did y'all, y'all didn't agree with that round table? Y'all y'all do agree that she should have been there. I honestly feel like Erica Mena should have been there. Erica should have been yeah. there. I actually think I think more of the cast, more of the cast should have been there because they set up that table to show the to to show um the darker skin cast members. Exactly. And I fe- and, that, and that, that was I don't think that was fair it. to the other cast members that also no. may have been called monkey as well. I don't care about it being fair. It no, I just wanted biased. to be all sides. No. I wanted to be all no, sides. It no, should have been everybody if you're going to do it. that. I felt that I don't care about the fair part. It was biased. That's what I had. That's what I mean. Say. It should have been less biased. Now, exactly. Scrappy is not darker. I mean, he's darker than the lighter. He's like that that warm color. He's mm-hmm. that warm brown. But mm-hmm. outside of that, it was not. It was a very biased circle. And, and, and me personally... Me personally, even I mean, though the, the reason why I say that is because I remember when I was watching Love and Hip Hop, they always used to bring up the colorism issue yeah. with the lighter skin cast, yes. meaning like uh, Mimi and Rashida being the lighter skins, and that's across the board on a lot of those. On a lot of, of on a lot of the outside of the Love and Hip Hop brand, a lot of them, you know, I've just seen them give themselves those type of stuff, like the dog keys and the, the, the light. You know that same type of thing. Right. Represent this roundtable discussion. If you're not trying to do the colorism thing, then don't do it. Don't do it at all. So don't it's, don't it's build a table of dark skinned people because those are not the only ones that share that word monkey. Or the it's not just given to the darker skinned people. And they all should have had their own input, whether they're friend or foe. I agree. 
And that was the yeah, end. That was my piece on that part because I did I did not like that. And then all of them got to share their opinion. But what about Rashida? What about Mimi? What about all of them that may have had, whether they're friends or not, may have felt a kind of way about the word too? They were there, right? Wasn't some of them there? Yeah. And it was just it just saying it just seemed off putting that you got to put say your piece and still earn a paycheck, especially Yandy. Yandy was my problem. <laughs> because I under I was trying to, you know, I was trying to feel her when she was trying to talk to Erica Mena about the situation and explain and trying to explain to her why the bad word was bad. And, and then and Erica was explaining to her. Well, I was in an argument in the heat of the moment. I said that word. I, I know the point of the, you know, she was explaining herself. But Yandy kept like making it like, well, I'm, I still want you to understand and acknowledge. I think you should apologize. No, I'm not going to apologize, bitch. I was fighting. <laughs> but then, they, but like you said, like I said, now I've seen the past history of her saying it multiple times and posted it on Twitter and doing all these different things. That is a common theme for her. Now it could be, it could have been deeper. It like is it could have been a racial thing, an undertone to what she was saying. But it was also in the heat of the moment. I can't still believe it <laughs> from it being a heat of the moment argument. You looking like a blue monkey as you being aggressive. To okay, now that, that, again, if it was anybody else but Erica, then I'd be I'd be with you. Exactly, and that's why I said when you shared that with me, I didn't know that past history, and now that made me change my opinion of the situation. Now, Yandy, as far as Yandy goes, Yandy can be. Yandy can be very, very annoying. Very, very annoying. And, and in that sense, like there is a time and place for things. If you sit there and she's and so two-sided. She, so two she, she has a two-face. Her face is on two all day long. Two. But, two, that, two. but guess what? That's a common thing two. that people say about Yandy, too. Yeah. I don't know. Do she even have friends on there? Who's her friend? Uh, Rashida. Rashida's everybody's friend. She don't count. She's, yeah, she's a glass of Rashida water. Rashida does not count. She's everybody's friend. Yeah, she's everybody. Right. Glass of water. She's so see-through. I know, Yandy. She got a lot of friends in Atlanta because she's always on the set and the scenes. I can't name too many people right now because you know. Because I think she alienated everybody in New York. That's why she's down in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, like I said, she has definitely like even her. My biggest issue with Yandy is how she did Kimbella. <laughs> I don't care. Hands down, Kimbella called her ass whooping for Yandy. And Yandy slimed her. I that was her name, Kimbella. That's what we were trying to find. Oh, I Last know Kimbella. Night. That's my girl. I love That's her. That's what we were trying to find. I mean, no, me and Chancey. We were talking about, um, she didn't call her a monkey. We were talking about Jim Jones' <laughs> girlfriend and, and Kimbella was fighting. When they were fighting. Remember that? That was what we were talking yeah. about, Chancey, last yeah, night. Yeah, and Pretty. she got he got yeah. Molly Watts. Chrissy. Chrissy. Yeah. Chrissy. 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 And, and Chrissy is a chick I really want to see on the streets with that home. energy. <laughs> Chrissy is a chick I want to catch with that energy. Because <laughs> she is a bully. She is a straight bully, and I hate bullies. <laughs> like, I, I would... I, I, I love Chrissy. I, I, I don't know why. I, I love her energy. She's a bully, and I don't like it. <laughs> I, I swear, people like that and if you would ever catch me, if you, I was you, to ever be in a room and she would bully somebody else, 
it would definitely be a one on one with her. It would Wait, be man, who you calling the police? All right. He will jump in it. He will jump in it. Yes, I want like because a lot of the girls on them shows they really can't fight. Chrissy got hands. Yeah, yeah. she did. She got hands. She got hands. And so to me, you going toe to toe and telling bitch you better shut up or you will get these hands. Like okay. A person has the right to say whatever. And I'm going to tell her, no, you're not going to hit her. You know that bitch can't fight. What's the yes. What's up? You already know it. Fight somebody. I don't care if they right or wrong. Yo, you, you're being a but Wait a minute. Let them express right. them. Right. Let's, get back, let's get back to Erica and Spice. Because I saw a post the other day that said um, everybody's, everybody is going as Spice. But ever since Spice had that life-changing incident, she's been a bully. Mm. And I had to think back, and I was like, "She has, she, she has. That's what she I just said. She has. Carly, she bullying the mess out of Carly right now. Yes, but Carly she really get bullied by everybody because Carly is so messy. So again, I can't like like you said that um, Rashida don't matter. Carly don't matter. Carly always is in every season, every she, season, every episode. She, she Carly is Red is always in the middle of some mess. She is so, but that's the only way that she was able to stay on the show. What else do we know about Carly? Not her age. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not Gooey Lou, not Gooey, Gucci Louie Prada. Gucci Louie Prada. Not that. <laughs> not that song. Gosh, not that YouTube success. No. <laughs> All I'm saying is, but again, so when you say she's bullying Carly, Carly is also creating mess. Yes. Yes. So if you because why would you mess, move next? Why would you build a house next door to that woman after she told you she didn't want that mess around? Her? Right. <laughs> you you build a house and then you get on TV talking about I want to be next to my sister. She don't even like you. It's given single black female. Right? It's given delusional. <laughs> Carly ain't but, but, that. but for spice, but for spice to be on there talking about my daughter had to see a guy smoking a butt outside. Your children are from where? Jamaica and they smoke. I was just there. They smoke everywhere. Yeah, folks were smoking. They smoke everywhere. It's not gonna hurt them children. My daughter had to come outside and see a guy smoking a fuck across the street from her house. But you just brought your kids here though, so stop. (laughs) Oh, guys, this was fun. This was really, really fun. I'm glad I'm happy to be back. (laughs) <laughs> but wait, why does her daughter have three names though? Because she don't know what the fuck is. Spice's daughter. She got her three name names. Is Nicola Toya. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some grace. That name is great. <laughs> Give us some grace. Give us some grace, Nikki. It sounds like a girl she- Nick Latoya, y'all. Nick Latoya. <laughs> a girl group. <laughs> you know how they tried to do Mocha stuff. <laughs> I died. Nick Latoya, y'all. Nick Latoya. R.I.P. Keto. All right, guys. We, we are actually out of time. And um, 
I think I will be back next week. You're always done when you're having fun. Right, 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 right. I'm glad we got a chance to talk about both topics, though. So next week, I don't know what the show will be about, but I will be posting it on our page. Go to Talk Lately with Monty and uh, like our page. Um, go to Be Exposed Media and Radio and like our page. Um, next week's topic is going to be McLean's Couch Comeback. Are we all coming? All right. Let's get it. Let's get it, McLean. And you know, I was I was able to be on camera. You know. Yes. Yeah. Nicole has been missing for a long time. You know, <laughs> like, like, wow. <laughs> all right. So look, next week, Tuesday at seven p.m. Just keep an eye out on Be Exposed Radio page and on the Talk Lately page. And if you follow me already, I have my own like page too, Moni M O N N Y. You can look that up, and uh, just follow me, and we'll have the topics posted before next Tuesday. So next Tuesday at seven, but Chastity will be here um, Thursday at seven p.m. Thursday at seven. You got a topic yet? Y'all better live. Look, you know I be late. No, not yet. <laughs> you don't have a topic yet. Okay. That's, that's the topic. You better live. <laughs> uh, also, okay. uh, living a rich life is back tomorrow. I do believe at five p.m. All right. So stick around. Thank you for watching, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Oh, gosh, I don't know how to turn on. It gotta be. Bye. Bye.